What's going on, everybody? Thanks for checking out this episode of The Show, The Podcast. Be sure to leave a five-star review, and I'll shout you out in the next episode. Do you want even more content? Go ahead and follow me on Twitter at KDJTV611, or follow me on Twitch, subscribe to me on YouTube. The handles are the same. It's KDJTV. But without further ado, I know why you guys are here. Let's go play some ball. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast. I am your host, Kenny. I don't really know what to talk about today. I'm, I just don't know. The, the game's, the game's still kind of poopy. Um, we are getting some content this week, so that's fun. But uh, you know, we're just hanging. Episodes coming every week, so episodes will keep coming every week. That was my promise. That's what you're getting. Um, so no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. This was, this was called, this was called comedy. Um, yeah, no, so th- there's plenty of stuff to talk about this week. Um, plenty of stuff. We're going to start first with a couple announcements like we always do. On Friday, this up, this week, this week on Friday, it is my birthday. I turned 29 years old. I'm old and I, I don't really love it. However, I'll be 29 and starting at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll be live on Twitch. We're doing a birthday stream. We're going to be streaming um, a little bit of MLB The Show, Team Affinity 5, which is what we'll be talking about today. But primarily, I think we're going to be streaming Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. Just a nice change of pace. Good for the mental health to play something different every once in a while. Um, I've been looking forward to a new game, new Pokemon game for a while. It's one of my ways I can stay young. So what better way to celebrate 29 years on this earth than going to catch Pikachus and doing things of that nature. So, gonna have some cool incentives for people who stop by. Uh, everybody who subscribes to the channel, twitch.tv slash kdjtv, anybody who subscribes uh, gets to choose a nickname for a Pokemon that we will then catch. Um, it can be basically whatever you want. Shane Payne, moderator in my Twitch chats, friend, uh, good buddy. He's got names planned, uh, and they are sexual, he told me. So, well, he just doesn't tell me what the names are, but he said they're sexual. So we'll see what uh, what Pikachu's name will be. But uh, if you gift subs to the channel, that's also uh, an option, naming the Pokemon. But we'll, ha- we'll have just a bunch of other things going on. Just trying to have fun with it, okay? Just, just trying to have some fun with the stream. Change of pace. It will be, you know, it'll be cataloged, obviously, under Pokemon and not MLB The Show, so maybe we'll make some new friends, new audience will come around. Um, Not not quite sure if I'm going to make streaming Pokemon a regular part of the stream. I will, at heart, always forever be an MLB The Show streamer. That will always be uh, uh, predominantly what my content is, but it it never hurts to mix it up. Never hurts to mix it up. You you guys clearly don't come to me for my gameplay, because it ain't that good. You probably come to me... Because you love my my beautiful face, so you'll still be able to see my beautiful face in, in Pokemon as well. Um, speaking of, I just got a notification that Daddy Dimu has gone live and he's playing Pokemon. So proves my point. Proves my point. Uh, second announcement. Very excited about this. I uh, have joined a stream team. I was invited to join a stream team, Grit Gaming. Uh, let me get exactly what their Twitter handle is, so I don't mess it up. It's Grit. 
triple underscore gaming. Three straight underscores. That's how good, that's how cool it is. So grit underscore 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 gaming on Twitter. Uh, it's twitch.tv slash team slash grit gaming. Um, it's a cool community, like 65, 70 people. Um, we just all support each other, you know? We're all relatively, I mean, there's a couple not small streamers, but we're, we're a couple mostly relatively small streamers. Um, just kind of popping each other's streams, shooting each other some raids, you know, just doing the damn thing. So, Grit Gaming, very excited to be part of Grit Gaming. I, I've never really been part of an official stream team. Uh, there's a group of people who helped get me going streaming. Um, they're all listening. I had, you know, uh, Tampa, Tampa Gaming, Shane Payne. Filthy Rich, Slice, Chris, a.k.a. Batflips. We were kind of like an unofficial ragtag stream team. Um, didn't name ourselves, didn't brand ourselves, but we have a group chat on Twitch, and I literally would not be able to be streaming at all if it wouldn't had not have been for their help. Um, but this this is just more of like a little more of a formal thing. Not that it changes anything, doesn't change a thing. Just means I have more help. You know, you always got to lean on your communities. You got to lean on people around you. Uh, it takes a village as they say, to raise a child. And I am a 29-year-old, or soon-to-be 29-year-old child, and I need a lot of people to help raise me. So, um, super excited about that. Can't wait to see how that benefits the channel moving forward. Um, you know, any any little bit helps. Any little bit truly helps. Um, so let's just let's just jump in. Let's, let's talk about some stuffs. So, I'm going to pull up uh, a great website that... SDS created for Team Affinity 5. It's called theshow.com slash 21finest. That's what Team Affinity 5 is. If, you know, you have not been paying attention. It's what everybody in the world predicted it would be. Uh, weeks ago, weeks ago, I predicted who my finest selections would be. Um, looking pretty good so far. Looking pretty close. Uh, they have announced, so I'm recording Monday night at 9 p.m., Way to wait until the last minute um, before this goes up literally in like, you know, seven hours. But, but, I digress. They've announced nine cards up to this point. And let's just mention quickly who they are. They've been announcing these primarily on Twitter, a couple on Facebook, a couple on Instagram. MLB Network randomly dropped three of them. You know, SDS has a great social team and also a shit social team at the same time. Because they, they announce things in weird ways. Um... But the Angels, Rysel Iglesias, it's going to be a very good closing pitcher. Hopefully they give him the sinker back. He's going to have Max Velo, very good break. Control might be the iffy part here, but we'll see. The Astros, they've given us Kyle Tucker. Glitchy swing, going to be good against right-handed pitching. Pretty decent in the field. Um, he's like last year's finest Kyle Tucker. He's not going to get a ton of respect. He's not going to get a ton of play, but he's a glitchy card. Um, the Braves are getting finest Freddie Freeman. Hopefully they don't hoe him like they did last year. I have a feeling they will. He's going to mash righties and probably just be so-so against lefties. Um, first base is such a deep position, I don't see how anybody uses him, but maybe they surprise us and give the former MVP World Series champion uh, a fucking amazing card. I'd love it. That'd be cool. The Diamondbacks are one of those teams that, like, Nobody knew who they'd get because they were so bad, so they gave it to Cattell Marte, even though I don't think he played, like, a ton this season. Cattell Cattell Marte, 
How many games you play Cattell this year? Yeah, Cattell played 90 games. He hit 318, 377 OBP. He was on pace for probably a career season. So they gave Cattell the finest for the Diamondbacks. Glitchy swing, switch hitter, plays several positions. Um, might be fun to use. You know, you could see some. Yeah, you could see some people rocking him at second base. I like it. Um, the Cardinals, they got Paul Goldschmidt. My prediction was. At some point, they will drop Arenado and Goldschmidt. So whichever one was not dropped yet is what they'll drop for finest. And like right after I made that episode, they dropped Arenado as a BR guy. So boom, here's Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, Going to mash, mash left-handed pitching. Going to be a very good fielder. Probably have high power against righties with a little bit lower contact. That would that would be my guess. They could flippy-flop it and make it higher contact, lower power. Um but Goldschmidt's got a nice swing. Probably not going to crack into my rotation uh, in the infield, but I could certainly, certainly see him as a bench bat if they max him out versus lefties. He's got a really nice swing. The Dodgers, Max Muncy's here. We were all waiting for the 99 Max Muncy before he, unfortunately, what did he break his forearm? He broke his wrist, something like that. Max Muncy had an absolutely ridiculous season. Um, let's see here. 144 games, yeah, he just missed the postseason because he hurt himself for the rest of the postseason. He hit 249, which doesn't seem great. It's actually kind of right in line with his career averages. It's a little over his career average. 368 on base, 36 homers, 94 RBI. Just a fantastic season. Absolutely fantastic season. Max Muncy cards absolutely rake. So I'm excited to see, um, you know, what he does. He might, again, he might be a bench bat. If they max him out versus right-handed pitching, easy bench bat. We got three more here. Uh, the Orioles, Ryan Mountcastle, um, was not a Rookie of the Year finalist, or definitely wasn't the winner because Randy Rosarena won it. Um, had a very good year. I'm a little disappointed as Ryan Mountcastle. This, in my opinion, is the only L of finest so far of the nine they've dropped. Um, you know, in reality, it's not really an L, but just in my opinion, it is. I know Cedric Mullins had a 98 overall card, but that man is beloved by everybody in baseball. Had a 30-30 season. Is a better fielder than what they give him credit for, um, at least in his Team Affinity 3 card. That man deserved a 99. And hey, we could still get him. There's no saying we don't. But it was just weird to see him not be like the center or centrical, whatever the word is, Orioles person, you know? Um, I I was just expecting Cedric Mullins. I'm not shocked it's Ryan Mountcastle. Ryan Mountcastle had a very good rookie season. Um, just really was was pulling for young Seti, you know? Um, but it's okay. Maybe, we'll, you know, like I said, we could still get him. Next year, I'm sure we'll have a 30-30 Cedric Mullins card, so that'll be fun. Next up, the Padres. Of course, it's Fernando Tatis. Who else could it have been? This card's going to be a lot of people's endgame shortstops, even with Corey Seager, Wander Franco. Tatis has a glitchy swing that they made better this year. He's going to have absolutely insane, probably maxed out power versus both sides. His speed's going to be 98-99. His fielding is not is probably going to be gold, but he's going to have a maxed out arm. The only reservation I have about Tatis and I love Fernando Tatis cards. Last year's Fernando Tatis Player of the Month was my shortstop for a very long time. The only reservation I have here 
is that I need to see the contact numbers. He strikes out a fuck ton. He is not, by any stretch, a put-it-in-play contact hitter. I need to see at least 105 contact on both sides for him to be my endgame shortstop. Otherwise, I probably will roll with Corey Seager, full well knowing that Seager's defense is not that good. Because it's hard enough to hit on Legend and Hall of Fame right now. I need the big PCI. And if you look at my lineup, I have it right here in front of me. Currently, as is constructed, Eddie Rosario in left field has 125 contact versus both sides. Mickey Mantle in center has 125 contact versus both sides. Vlad Guerrero in right has 125 contact versus both sides. Lou Gehrig at first, you guessed it, 125 contact against both sides. Mookie Betts at second, 125 contact against both sides. Corey Seager, 119-121. Chipper Jones, 108-125. Kyle Schwarber, 115-102. He is, 102 is my lowest contact against, and it's against lefties, and the second I face a lefty with Schwarber, Salvador Perez comes in, and guess what? He's 125-125. I'm not a good enough hitter, a lot of us are not good enough hitters, especially this year with the pitching, to use guys with low contacts in ranked. Some people have just abandoned ranked at this point, and I don't blame them. However, what I'm getting at here is, Fernando Tatis needs to have... Good enough contact. I'm not asking SDS to max out his contact. I'm asking for 105s on both sides, somewhere in that range. Let me parallel it up a little bit, and he'll never leave my lineup. That's all I need. I I feel like it's not asking for much. They juice Tatis. They juice every card. They could easily juice Tatis, the cover boy who they yet to give us the, the, the sexy card of. Speaking of sexy, the finest cards are beautiful. Beautiful. And if anyone thinks they're not, you're crazy. Last of the cards they revealed, the Royals. I said they'd get Salvador Perez, even though he already had a bunch of cards. They gave us a 99 Salvador Perez. I can't wait to see what his hitting attributes look like, because if he's balanced, he might be my new starting catcher. His swing is so good. I love having Salvi as the strong end of a platoon against lefty pitchers. Schwarber has such a nice swing, but I just, you know, I've tried a bunch of guys out. I tried a, I tried out a guy we're going to talk about in a second who just dropped, and I didn't like him. I feel like it's time for a change behind the plate. Catcher is always the, one of the weaker positions, probably the weakest one, you know, for very obvious reasons. It's hard to find a, a good offensive-minded catcher. They don't have the rights to a lot of people. They did just drop Johnny Bench, but you're an absolute ridiculous human being if you use Johnny Bench in ranked seasons on anything better than veteran. Because his swing is just booty cheeks. Um, so give me Salvador Perez. injected into my veins. I can't wait to use Salvador Perez. Um, a couple quick notes before we move on to that the catcher I just you know teased there. Um, at the show.com slash 21 finest. We have a few things here. First of all. At the top of the... Well, not top of the page. But the top of where the finest uh, are revealed. There are tabs for three things. Finest, which is the cards I just read you. Secret 1 and Secret 2. So we knew we were getting more cards than just one per team. No one quite knows what Secret 1 and Secret 2 mean. There are 10 slots for each one, so 20 more total slots. I don't know what in the hell that's going to be. I would imagine choice packs... 
of more finest cards. They did say that on the calendar and within the game that more finest cards will be coming Tuesday and Thursday, as in the day you're listening to this and then Thursday. I don't think that means reveals, though we will get more of those as well. I think that means we're getting physical, actual finest drops on Tuesday and Thursday. I don't think that means the ones that are assigned per team. I think those are going to be the choice packs. If, if that's what they are. If, if they're, they're choice packs, player programs, something to that effect. Um, I, I just, uh, no one knows what Secret 1 and Secret 2 means. And that's the, that's the only thing I can think of. Like Tuesday, they drop a Secret 1 choice pack, like finest, maybe they themed finest, like finest veterans, finest young guns, fi- you know, something like that. And then Secret 2 is the other one. No idea. Just a straight up guess. Um, I'm anxious to see what that is, though. I'll, I'll always take more content that's that's free. Um, but quickly, we're going to talk about the the other finest card. Everyone thought Buster Posey would be the Giants' finest. Uh, he wasn't because he retired. So they gave him like a ride off into the sunset program drop, and they just made it his finest card. So this is probably or definitely the best Buster Posey we've ever seen. This is the card that revealed the fu- the card art. And got everyone going crazy for it. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Buster Posey is a catcher with a first base secondary. 109 contact right, 103 power right. Good enough. Not fantastic, but, you know, good enough. 125 contact left, 113 power left. Very good. Very, very good. He's got 94 vision if you care about such things. 35 bunt. Don't bunt with him. Don't bunt ever. Uh, 98 fielding. 85 arm strength, 86 accuracy, 94 reaction, 99 block. He's going to have perfect 99 fielding at parallel 1. He's going to have a 90 arm at parallel 5. He's nuts. He's going to have perfect reaction, 99 at parallel 5 as well. 14 speed, 17 steal, no one gives a shit. 17 base running aggressiveness is a little annoying because he's going to be a problem on the bases, especially if you try to return your runner back to the base um, or stretch a single to a, or go first to third rather. But I don't give a shit. That's fine. Um, for me, it just... Uh, last year was the case, too. Buster Posey swings a pool noodle for me. Couldn't do it. So, um, I gave him six at-bats on the God Squad. He struck out twice. He didn't hit the ball out of the infield. Um, six at-bats, I will say, straight up right now, for new players, if there are new players listening or newer players, six at-bats is not long enough of a sample size for most people to determine whether a card is worth your time. I've used Buster Posey's swing in the past. Buster Posey's swing is not different this year. And I play this game so much, and I've played this game for so long that I can just tell when a swing is, does not feel right for me. And for me, Buster Posey's swing is, is not it. Um, I would rather use Schwarber. I would rather use Rutschman. I would rather use uh, 98 Will Smith as an absolute demon. I'd rather use, even though he's slower than shit, I'd rather use Yasmani. Just swing-wise and like exit velo-wise, they work better. I felt, in my experience, that Buster Posey's exit velos are shot. Don't know why. Don't know why, but that's just kind of where I'm at. Ooh, a Brian Roberts sell order for 18000 Selling off a lot of my cards right now. Uh, that's what we're going to talk about, actually, after the ad break. Because we got to get ready for uh, the big old collection on Friday. That's going to drop with Team Affinity 5. That is apparently going to be more than just one card to collect. It's going to be, who effing knows, but more than one. 
So let's just, let's hear from our friends at the various places who are friends with me. Uh, because believe it or not, I have more than one friend. We're going to start with Thrive Fantasy. They're my first friend. Um, Thrive Fantasy is just always exciting to work with. It's a great company. It's a daily fantasy sports app that's based around player props. If you're smart and savvy and pay attention to sports, you can make a little side cash. Uh, Thrive Fantasy has eliminated the need to do countless hours of research like some other DFS apps because it only asks you about the top-tier athletes in a respective sport. To play uh, NFL, NBA, maybe NHL, maybe you're an eSports guy, maybe you're a soccer person, uh, you can play those on Thrive Fantasy. You just choose five out of the ten player prop options to build your lineup. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under based on how likely it is to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points possible, and you could win a share of the prize pool. If you're looking to play games and make some money, use promo code THESHOWTHEPOD. THESHOWTHEPOD, that's the code. When you sign up for Thrive Fantasy today, and you'll receive an instant $20 bonus on your very first deposit of $20 or more. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store, or by going online to www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today uh, or tomorrow. I don't, I don't care when. Just use promo code to show the pod. Thank you. Next, Rogue Energy. Um, just just mix it in your water and drink it, please. You can use their energy formula, their hydration formula, their shake formula. I don't care which one. Um, they will get you in such a locked-in mental state, not just for gaming. Like, I use it primarily for gaming, but for work, to wake up in the morning... If you really wanted to use it as a pre-workout and just get the caffeine in your system, sure. It's a coffee replacement. It's, uh, you know, it tastes great. You could replace, if you don't like drinking soda, you could replace it with soda. There's, you know, low and low in all the bad shit, high in all the good shit. So Rogue Energy is just striving to improve, sorry, I can't speak, the in-game performance of gamers and streamers everywhere. And with coupon code KDJTV, you get 10% off at checkout. I prefer the hydration formula, the dragon fruit passion mango or whatever it's called. Tastes incredible. I would say this even if they were not uh, giving me a coupon code. I swear to shit. It is so, so, so good. And it completely dissolves in water. Which for me, some of those other formulas that we won't talk about, some of those other companies, their shit doesn't dissolve all the way. So you get like a chalky sip at the bottom that makes you choke. You do not get that with Rogue Energy. Just buy Rogue Energy, coupon code KDJTV, for 10% off your order at RogueEnergy.com. Go Rogue. I don't don't know what their tagline, just go Rogue. Um, So thank you for listening. Now we will talk about collections. So, my prediction is that, uh, it's not really very out of the box, is that Ken Griffey Jr. is coming on Friday. I think Jimmy Fox could be part of it as well. I think, you know, who the hell knows who else could be part of it. SDS has been weird this year. But let's just talk about the cards we're going to need, right? Because this one, there's no way this one's cheap. Because Clayton Kershaw was hella cheap. There's there's just no effing way they make this cheap. So we're just going to start basically from the beginning and go from there, right? So you needed a 45 veteran cards for Clayton Kershaw. So, six, I'm going to count as we go. We're doing it live, guys. We, we don't fuck around here. We just do it live. 45, 46, 7, uh, 48, 49, 50, 51, 
52, 53, 54. There are 54 veteran cards currently in the game. You're going to need 50 of them. That's my guess. 54 just seems like a weird number. They usually give you some wiggle room. You need 50, again, my guess, 50 veteran cards to complete that. It shouldn't be that hard. I have 53 of them. Most of these are ones you get from, like, BR and stuff like that. A lot of them are really, really cheap diamonds. Like, uh, let's see here. Like, was Robin Robert? No, no, no. Jen, who the fuck are these? Oh, that was a play. Eric Davis was a player program. Clemente is 25000 Cy Young is 6000 So, they're cheap. You're going to need 50 veteran cards, in my opinion. Next, the All-Star cards. You needed 55 last time for Kershaw. Now there are 56, 57, 58, 59, 60. I think I counted right. It looks like 72 of them are here. I would say you need 65. That would make sense because it was 45 for Mookie, 55 for Kershaw. Let's say 65 for whomstever this is. All-Star card, 65 of them. I could see them push to 70, but boy, that would get real expensive for a lot of people. I don't even have that many. I have 60, 68. I have 68. So I'm going to I'm gonna guess 65 is the number. It makes a lot of sense. Um, a lot of these cards are like former World Series program rewards. So like Billy Wagner's uh, 91 overall is like 290K. Tom Seaver's 92 is 300K. Miguel Cabrera is 170K. Ryan Sandberg's 320K. I don't see them like making us buy those. So 65 overall cards for All-Star. For Breakout, there's only 38 of them. I can see them just going to 35. This one, I could see if they went 100% because all these cards are incredibly easy to get. Incredibly easy to get. Um, Like, it's possible. It's incredibly easily possible. But I would just say for the sake of giving people wiggle room, 35 is probably the number you'll need for breakout. Rookie. Last time you needed 45 for Kershaw. Now we have 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59. I can count. 60, 61, 62, 64. Now there are 64. We're going to alternately title this episode Counting with Kenny. Uh, But 64 total cards... I have 63 of them. The only one I don't have is the uh, 93 Fernando Valenzuela. I can see them doing 60. The Rivera... So here's the thing. The Rivera collection was 20. The Mookie collection was 35. So there was a 15-point jump there. The Kershaw collection was only 45. So it was a 10-point jump. So there's precedent for jumping to 15 and 10. This is a tough one. I just think to be safe and keep giving people that wiggle room, it could be 55, but prepare for more. If they if they're if they're doing this the right way, this collection's not going to be cheap. It's not. This is this is one we we've earned these cards all year. We've stored these cards all year. They're going to make us earn this one. Right? So, I say 55 is my likelihood, but be prepared for 60. And again, it's not hard. Valenzuela is expensive. Definitely. But a lot of these other diamonds are not. Like 18K, 18K, 11K, 6K. 
um, complete the USA map. 6K, what is that one? All right, that one's actually 85K, but that's not bad. And then it goes all down to golds. Just be smart, make some good buy orders, and you'll be fine. Future stars. You needed 25 for Kershaw, and now there are 26... 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41. A lot of these came from TA4. A lot of them came from headliners. Um, probably 35 would be... I could see them doing 40, but I don't, that's, that's a lot. 35 is probably the safe one. Um, some of these guys were from events, like Ivan Herrera. He's a little expensive now. Asa Lacey, he's a little expensive now. Hunter Green just came out, so he's kind of cheap, actually, as people have gotten him. Kybert, or Kiebert Ruiz is from the run it back. Nolan Gorman's from the run it back. Um, Dustin May just came out. He's pretty cheap. You could you could pick up a lot of these guys on the cheap. You know, Bobby Witt, he's a headliner. You could test your luck or just put in a buy order. Same with Nate Pearson. Con- complete TA4 if you haven't done it yet, and you'll get a ton of these guys just without even trying. Oh, Tar- Tariq Skubal's from run it back. Um... Just go back and do it. I think 35 is a sweet spot. It seems like a lot. It seems daunting. I promise it isn't. Monthly awards? I mean, I would just get to... Do people not have all of these? Uh, it was 50 for Kershaw, and now there's 51. There's a lot of these. Holy shit. 52, 53, 54, 55, 67, 58, 59, 60, 61, 64, 65, 66, 67, 68... I think there's 70 now. I very well could have counted that wrong because I'm an absolute moron. I mean, I could see it being 65. I could see it being 60. I could see it being a full 70. Um, what's my guess here? Let's let's say 60. Because some of these were not actually from this year's monthly awards programs. So a lot of them are throwbacks, like that Matt Carpenter, like that Tommy Edmond. Um... 60 would probably be all the ones that are attainable and free for you, right? Because they gave us all these programs. They gave them to us. You just got to go complete the, the monthly awards program. So I'd say 60 cards is a sweet spot there. Um, this one's not, it doesn't cost any, well, it shouldn't cost really any stubs. If you did it right, uh, don't overthink it. Just go grind them out if you haven't done it yet. Tops now, you needed 110 for Kershaw. I think there there's 132 of them in the game. I remember this number because I counted them before because I was curious. So 132 tops now is in the game. And uh, Jose Altuve and Yu Darvish were event rewards. The rest of them are basically attainable just by playing. You know, Tim Anderson um, was a special program. Did they put Anthony Ghost in? Yeah, Anthony Ghost was from BR. They're all super easy attainable. I think they're going to make you do 130, and you're going to have two for wiggle room. I could see 125, but I really think it's going to be 130. Guys, these are all easy to get. These were all free if you did the monthly awards programs and you did the Tops Now moments when they came out. Technically speaking, you did not need to spend a single dime on any of these cards, and you could have gotten a bunch of free 98s and 99s, or more so 98s and 97s. Um, So you're going to need a lot of them. There are a lot of Tops Now cards in the game. 130 is my sweet spot. That's what I'm saying. Signature. You needed 20 for Kershaw, but they've since dropped a lot, and they've made them easy to get. So right now there's 21, 22, 23, 
24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, 52. Wow, that's a lot of counting, a lot of numbers, I'm proud of myself. There's 52 signature cards. Like I said, some are TA4, they're easy to get. Some are headliners that are cheap, Mini Minoso's 45,000. Um, program guys, like... Um, Keith Hernandez, easy to get. Ken Griffey, easy to get. Uh, Johnny Damon, even though he's annoying, easy to get. John Smoltz, easy to get. I do think they're going to... You know, Logic would say they double it. It was 20 last time, they boom, they just make it 40 last time. That gives you 12 to wiggle around with. That's a lot. That doesn't sound like SDS. I think they're going to make it 45. It sounds like a lot of cards. In the past, that would be a lot of signature cards, but they've made them a lot easier to get, like I said. The only one I'm missing is Babe Ruth, and that's just because he just came out, and it's very hard to finish the program this quickly without exploits. And I don't have the patience for exploits. I don't care if you do them. I don't judge. You know, I don't give a shit. But I just don't have the patience myself to do them. So 45. That's what I'm saying. 45 for the signature series cards. Next up, Awards. 30 were needed for Kershaw. Now we have 31, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 54. They have 54 now. Same thing as last time. I'm going 45. I'm going 45. They're going to give you enough room to have like... Four to nine available. I could see them just being dickheads and going, boom, you need 50. That's how many I own. I have 50 of them. I'm missing Nick Markakis, Matt Wieters, uh, Josh Donaldson, and Johnny Bench. I think 45 is probably the route they go, but I could see 50. Just be prepared. A lot of these guys were easy to get after TA4. A lot of them are past event rewards, so you would have had to go back and play the event and uh, just accrue those event rewind packs. There's some cheap ones in here. Rod Carew's 28K. Um, if you play BR and you complete or go through the program, you'll get rewind BR packs where you can get guys like Stan Musial, Bryce Harper, Cody Bellinger. Um, a lot of these guys are attainable. You can do it. Just be smart with your stubs. Next is Prime. There are never enough Prime cards in this godforsaken game. 20 was what we needed for Kershaw. 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27. 25 is probably the sweet spot. I'm missing two of them, so all I have is 25. Um, I would say 25 is probably the way to go. We don't need to overthink this one. There aren't a lot of prime cards in the game. Go scoop up the ones that you don't have right now. Right now. Like, literally Tuesday, pick them up. Because if you wait until Wednesday, Thursday, their prices could skyrocket. Skyrocket. Um, prime cards, go do it. Prospects, it was 38 for Kershaw. It should just be 100%, right? I mean, 38, 39, 40, 41. There's 41 of them. 41's a weird number. I bet they make it 40. They just raise it by two. I mean, I guess they could make it a full 41. These cards are so easy to get, it doesn't even matter. Um, I'd be shocked if you don't have all the prospect cards at this point, so don't even overthink it. Second half heroes, 25 for Kershaw. Now it's 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37. I bet they go to 30. Ooh. 
I bet they go to 35. I bet they're dicks about it. I bet they go to 35. It was a 20 to 25 jump from Mookie to Kershaw. They want, they're going to make this hard, and some of these are going to be increasingly difficult categories for no reason. So this might be one of them. I could see 30, but I'm calling 35. I think they're going to be dickheads about this one. Um, milestone, there are milestones out the yin-yang twins now. So 35 for Kershaw, and Jesus Christ, there's so many. Uh, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 40, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 6, 7, 8, 59, 60, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 70, 71, 72, 73, 74, 75, 76, holy shit, 77, 78, 79, there's 80 milestone cards, holy shit, man, there are 80 of them, they started dropping them like crazy, it's gonna be 70, you're gonna need 70 milestone cards. Maybe even 75. Ah, 75 is a lot. You're going to need 70 milestone cards. I hope I never have to count that high again. It hurt my brain. Um, probably 70. And then that's really it. I mean, you're going to have to have Jackie Robinson probably for the 42 series. You're going to have to have Shohei from the All-Star Game series. Postseason, they dropped so many fucking postseason cards. Um... I could see it where you either need like 60 postseason cards or 70 postseason cards, or you just need to have the 99, excuse me, my voice is gone, the 99 Corey Seager, which we just collected, you know, a couple weeks ago. So, listen guys, it's going to be a daunting collection. It's going to be big time money. It's going to be big boy expensive. I understand. And I know it's going to piss a lot of people off, but we have to realize that at this point in the game, if you were smart with your stubs and plate. I know not everybody can play the game as much as I do or some other content creators. So I don't blame anybody who's like, I didn't have the time. I get it. But if you've played even semi-passively since this game dropped in, uh, what was it? April, March, whenever the fuck it dropped. Um, and we're just smart with your stubs, made a couple investments here or there. You can get this done. These are not made for every single player to get these done. These are collections. These are hard. These are for people who have grinded this game out, like I have, still through November. Other than, like, some family stuff and this, that, or the other thing, and moving and this and that, I played this game. I've played nothing else. Or, not really nothing else, but, like, you know, this has been my main game. It always is. So, it's made more so for people like me and other content creators who, like, this is what they do. They reward you for playing the game all year. That's what it is. It's a reward for playing the game all year. It also entices some people to come back after they've taken their scheduled Madden breaks and, and 2K breaks and NHL breaks. But it's to reward people who've played all year. So if you've listened to my podcast all year, first of all, thank you. I love you and appreciate you more than you know. Second of all, if you've played all year, you can do this. And if you've listened to my podcast all year, you can do this. Because I may be an idiot. Trust me, I know. But I like to, to give you tips as I can. I like to give you my advice. Generally speaking, I'm not too far off base from what's actually going on. Unless I'm actually a complete buffoon. And uh, I am wrong. But that normally is not the case. So, I was a little toot-toot to my own horn there, which I don't normally do. But thank you guys for listening. That's really the episode here. Just a reminder, if you've made it all the way through the end of this episode, thank you. Second of all, Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, birthday stream. We're going to do the damn thing. Uh, I don't ever ask or beg you guys for money, but this is a way, if you if you guys want to sub, you get something in return. Not only do you get my emotes, but you get a Pokemon nickname, and I'll promise to try to not to kill your Pokemon. 
That's all I can say. I can't guarantee it. RNG exists in Pokemons too. Um, but Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, twitch.tv slash kdjtv. I will see you all there. I appreciate you guys so much, and I will talk to you all next week. See ya.